0: Lucky you. You just made it to another episode of Picture This. It's our photography podcast. You can watch the video version here, which you already know, or you can listen to it on your podcasting app. Pretty exciting. And this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain website or online store, you can make your next move with Squarespace. They have beautiful award winning templates, an all-in-one platform, and award winning 24-7 customer support. You can try Squarespace today for free. No credit card needed. Go to squarespace.com slash Tony. Try it out. If you like it, you can use the coupon code portfolio and get 10% off.
1: Thanks, Squarespace. Thanks. Uh, Today, we're taking your questions. Ask us anything
0: camera stuff personal stuff dating advice
1: yeah we have some of all of that first question with christmas just around the corner any suggestions on the best way to capture celebrations present opening do you stage it or do you just keep snapping hoping for a good shot
0: i had an idea for this for this year yeah because usually i just kind of take um, pictures as everyone's opening presents but you should just set up a camera on a tripod and set it to intervals
1: yeah I think and then you could stitch together a little time-lapse or you could pick out a mm-hmm. uh, single frame I think that's a great idea uh, I, I don't know that you could I mean you could definitely stage a shot and that could be cool and maybe it's going to be a future card or maybe you'll sell it for stock or something but yeah. for the most part uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the composition I'm trying to isolate the subject like just find a simple background and then I'm just snapping a whole lot I like to use a camera with a silent shutter though something small and discreet so it doesn't yeah. like disturb people too much
0: how much wood could a Justin chuck if a Justin could chuck wood? Never thought of that, James Lemon. I'm going to ask Justin this one. I think he'd know.
1: Mm, no. Five. Oh, shit. Do you think Cannon is dead?
0: Wait, did you just say five? Yeah. Five, oh. Do you think Cannon is dead? No, I don't think Cannon's dead.
1: Yeah, no way. I no do way. think... Giants can fall, we've seen it over and over and over again. Giants but can fall. Canon's been number one for a long time. They're definitely not going to just let that go. The camera industry isn't changing so rapidly that they can't keep pace. Uh, the camera industry has been sliding, and I know I think they went into a mode where they were trying to cut their losses. To you know, maybe they cut back on the R and D a little bit. Yeah. But I am a hundred percent confident that Canon is going to be back.
0: They're fine. They do other types of imaging too. Yeah. Hi, I have a budget to buy a weather sealed camera. Uh Nikon D seventy five hundred with a single lens or Nikon D fifty three hundred with a couple of lenses. I am confused about weather sealing. Is D fifty three hundred can damage in tough weather conditions? I yeah. am explorer.
1: I think any camera can get damaged in oh, some yeah. weather conditions. So you have to kind of ask yourself, do you if it starts raining, are you gonna stay out there and keep shooting? if you're a pro that you, the answers might be, yeah, you can get a little, you can
0: get a little rain jacket for your camera.
1: Yeah. Or sometimes I'll just carry like a plastic bag, like a grocery Mm -hmm. bag or something. If you can just throw it in something. Um, But the D5300 and most cameras can take some water droplets on them. And as long as you don't let the water stay on there to the point where it accumulates and starts to get in the seals, it's generally fine. So I would would definitely steer you towards the D5300 with a couple of lenses and then just like don't stay out in the rain.
0: And get one of the little rain covers if that's something you plan on doing. How do you deal with lack of inspiration? C6 Sailor 76. There's so many S's in there
1: yeah that's a fun name to say
0: i just give myself a project so recently i did product photography um, or i'll just think of something that i think looks cool and try that i
1: will just look at pictures around me i'll look at movies or magazines and maybe i'll try to recreate an image or i'll see some aspect of it that i like or yeah i'll just pick up a random project like this lighthouse project that i've been working on for a year where i just get up different times a day and I go take pictures of the same subject. So make yourself a project.
0: What's one of the coolest on the fly adjustments you guys have ever had to make, whether it be around about travel gear, failure, et cetera. Nathan Franklin. Um, an on the fly adjustment.
1: Uh, I will use my hat as a lens hood.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I've definitely done that. Um, One on the fly adjustment we had that didn't work well is you ended up with a bunch of sensor dust on the, on your A9 when you were trying to film me, remember that? And we didn't have a sensor brush, so we tried to just blow the dust spec off.
0: Yeah, people were really mad at me about that.
1: Yeah. But, you know, when you're, it's, like, urgent and you just have to get the shot, you end up doing hacky things. You don't have the choice of, like, waiting until you can get a proper sensor cleaning uh, equipment.
0: We've we've rerouted entire trips because there was a rainy day. Uh, we've done things like that.
1: Yeah, um... I I had a Sony that ran out of batteries. This like happens, especially with older Sonys, and um you can charge them with a USB cable, but I only had a USB three cable. But did you know you can actually cut part of the thing away and charge it with No. Yeah, if those well, the USB three cables that have the two different parts. Anyway, so I actually like physically okay. changed a cable to We've get done it to some start.
0: hacky things, Nathan. That's what we're saying. I have Canon gear and just made the jump to a Sony A7R3. Ah. Congratulations. How is the image quality and focus using EF lenses with the Metabones adapter, Swoop Productions Pro?
1: Not not great. I I never recommend that anybody Go sets out to use that. Yeah, like we will plan do it A for, is not an adapter. Yeah, we've done it for video a lot, but for video you're generally manually focusing and you can use the focus peaking and stuff, but the autofocus is not reliable. It's It'll be flaky. It's we okay, have though. a
0: lot of questions. My, my, my wife wants to know how tall Chelsea is, but then she said, no, don't ask that. That's weird. I think she's trying to start a gang with nothing but short women allowed. She's five foot tall. She mainly wants to know where Chelsea buys her clothes because they have similar tastes. Robbie Noel. I am five three and a half i earned that extra half inch bragging right uh and i don't know where i shop just wherever we don't have many stores around here we're in a small (laughs) town but i'll be in her gang we're gonna kick so much butt
1: i think she doesn't want you in her gang i think you're actually too tall no i'm not You've, you've excluded yourself from it what what are your goals for 2018 personally and professionally
0: whispered stories what are yours tony
1: Um, well, I definitely want to become more artistic with my photos. I want to spend some time with portraiture and focus on, uh, learn how to get the right expressions out of people. That's just some, something I need to work on to be able to talk to people and pull emotions out of different people rather than just, you know, directing a model to do something. What about you?
0: Um... Uh, personally, I want to be more assertive. That's one that I've thought of. And professionally, I want to diversify our business. We're pretty heavily invested in all this YouTube stuff, and I'd like to start branching out a little bit, try new things. I like being adventurous. In these days, there's a big focus on using software for post-processing with it being seen as a difficult...
1: Uh, A default
0: part of the workflow. So how was this managed by pros back in the day of the film cameras as Nat Geo and other magazines still had spectacular photos even then? Even when people were just first doing film, they were thinking about the post-processing. I mean, that was a huge part of it. It takes a really long time. I don't know if you've ever been in the dark room before, but it takes forever. You've got to uh, develop your film, and then you've got to let it dry, and then you have to make a contact sheet. And they would do things like um, stack exposures, and then the tools dodging and burning, that's what they're called in Photoshop. Those were actual things you did in the Lightroom, where when you were exposing your photo, you would kind of put things in front of the light, so you were exposing more or less on different parts. It's like they were cropping. If you look at... Um, the contact sheets of some of the pro photographers, they would actually just draw on them. And then speaking of drawing on photos, after they made the print, if there was a sensor dust or something that made a white mark on, on the print, they would take ink and they would use the ink to perfect their final print. So people think that Photoshop is like this new thing that changes your photos, but they did a lot of manipulation in the darkroom.
1: Yep. Good answer.
0: And people use coffee too. That's something people do is use coffee to wash their. There's all sorts of tricks. People are just being creative from day one.
1: What was your favorite thing about Portugal and would you go back?
0: I loved Portugal so much. It's so incredibly beautiful. Uh, it's affordable compared to a lot of European locations. The people are friendly. So yeah, the lifestyle's are. chill. The food is good. And the photography is just amazing. I would go back in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, I think my the favorite thing, well, the people were fantastic, but um, so were the restaurants. And you would get this super high-quality meal, and I swear for three people, we'd leave, and the bill would be like $35, and that included a bottle of wine.
0: American, but, like, of course, people live in different areas, so I don't know if that would yeah. be affordable for you, but we live in a really expensive area, so. Which photographers gave you inspiration when you started out? John Fleet.
1: Uh. Well, lots of wildlife photographers, but I think David Lachapelle inspires me more than any other single photographer.
0: Um, when I first started, it was Yuri Arkers because we were doing um, stock photography, and he actually left traditional uh, stock to make his own stock company. And he also just really changed the style of stock. Before he came along, everything was very posy on a white background, which was a lot of what we were doing. And he was doing like lifestyle. I think he was like at the forefront of lifestyle. Actually.
1: Yeah, I think he really pioneered um, it. And his photos were just so it.
0: clean and,
1: mm-hmm. you technically know, perfect.
0: technically perfect. And he, I was more of an artistic person and he made me want to strive for more technical perfection. So go ahead, Tony.
1: <laughs> more cores or more gigahertz, more gigahertz.
0: Where did you guys meet? What's the story? Felix. We met on a uh, Yahoo personals, which is an online dating site.
1: yeah it's like tinder for people 20 years ago not not really
0: tinder because it wasn't like you had to write
1: yeah that's true you You had had to to use your words
0: you had to be literate and i told tony not to kill me on our first date and he still hasn't wow Uh, you guys have excellent questions
1: yeah, I just want to take a second to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace allows you to provide create just about any type of website without having to have super technical skills. So you can make a beautifully designed website without mastering HTML or CSS or knowing about your upstream bandwidth or any of that in or just designing. A few minutes. Right. Yeah, you don't have to be a design master because their design masters have done it for you. Make a professional, beautiful website, whether it's for your photos to make your portfolio look amazing or just about any other type of business, Squarespace makes it possible at a very, very low cost. You should check it out. If you want a free trial, no credit card required, head to squarespace.com slash Tony. You can get a 14-day free trial, and if you like it, you probably will. Use the coupon code PORTFOLIO and you'll get 10% off.
0: You know you get a free store too. I used to sell some stuff on there and um, they use Stripe and I signed up for Stripe and it's easy. Like you get an email and then you just go in and click that you're shipping something and it just takes care of all of that for you. Is it yep. easy?
1: I sell prints there. And in fact, it goes right through to my ship station integration, which makes it okay. easy to print a label. And yeah, it's awesome. It all happens automatically. That's cool. so integrated.
0: Two part question. Number one, do you make shepherd's pie? Number no. two, if so, do you put peas in your shepherd's pie? Gordon. I don't make shepherd's pie. I make chicken pot pie, which is a meat pie, and there's peas in it.
1: I would definitely go with peas if uh, I made shepherd's pie. Peas are
0: great. Do you ever get to the point where the business of photography eliminates your passion for photography? Zachary Fisher. So actually, yeah, because sometimes when we're just doing all gear reviews, I get so grumpy, and then I have to just retreat and do all self-indulgent artistic stuff.
1: I think this is going to be true for just about anything that you're passionate about. Once you start doing it professionally, you're doing it for somebody else. And that person's goals really perfectly align with your own goals. So you end up doing stuff that you don't exactly want to do. But you get paid for it, that's why they pay you for it. And if you weren't doing that, you'd have to be doing something else to make money. Um, so to, when I was writing, I used to write for fun all the time. And then I um, somebody wanted to hire me as an author and I started doing that and it that was fun. I loved writing, but it was definitely less fun than just writing for myself because yeah. now I had deadlines. Now I had to write in a specific way. I had to use, phrase things in a way that wouldn't wasn't natural to me or wasn't my preferred way. Yeah, I think anything you do professionally is a little bit less fun. But you get to eat, so that's fun. It's
0: still what you like to do, which I remind myself, even when I'm just doing something I don't like as much about this job, I'm like, at least I'm not back at the vet's office neutering things.
1: Yeah, it's the only way, really, for most of us to do what we love full-time.
0: Oh, where can I find the best lobster roll in Connecticut?
1: That's a great question. You've Ah. researched this.
0: I had a whole summer.
1: You're basically a scientist.
0: Yeah, where I was on the hunt for the best lobster roll. Let me tell you, it sounds like it's just easy, right? Because it's lobster meat in a roll. No, people screwed up. It can be frozen. It can be old. The roll's not toasted right. It's just a little tiny whatever hot dog roll. Don't joke with me. Uh, Ford's, I think Ford's has the best one.
1: Yeah, just to reset a little, a lobster roll in Connecticut is usually a hot dog roll, usually New England-style hot dog well, rolls, which don't split, have the crust on the outside. A split roll. Yeah, it's split, and then chunks of lobster meat with just butter, butter. drizzled on top. Because other places have different types of lobster rolls.
0: Yeah, some have like a lobster salad. It's very simple, but oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, You just have to get one every summer, right?
1: Yeah, so what 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 was your— oh Ford's. Ford's. Oh, yeah. Fords, oh my God.
0: Fords is baller.
1: <laughs> you you better just be prepared to wait though. When you show up, they don't take the names. The lobster
0: grilled cheese. Ugh.
1: The lobster grilled cheese is incredible. But show up with a bottle of wine and just watch the sunset or something because you're going to be waiting like two hours See, at Fords. It's the only it's way to mom. get in. It's worth and it. And
0: Captain Scott's is good too. Yeah. You need to have a meet and, and greet where Tony makes burritos because ever since Wanderlust, I've wanted to try them. Logan Kressler.
1: Not really a question, but
0: hey, we should have like an ultimate stunner party where we just invite like twenty stunners to our house and make them burritos.
1: Yeah, I've wanted to do something like that. That'd
0: be really fun. We'd have to lock the gear closet because they'd all just steal all of our stuff.
1: (laughs) You really don't trust these people.
0: No, they're scout. They're little rap scallions.
1: Do you have any advice for marketing landscape prints, or is it even possible to make many sales without having a large following on social media?
0: Um, I don't see there's so many different ways to go about selling something. So like I have a large following on social media. So of course that's what I would do. Um, But people do it different ways and you could get into galleries. If you have beautiful landscapes near you, you could get yourself into like a touristy coffee shop or something to begin with. Um, And it's not like ideal to begin with, but once you start selling things, you can get into galleries or uh, if you make a name for yourself, you can sell them online. So
1: yeah, my advice was to go for, the, the local feel so wherever you are or different places take pictures of local landmarks let make local landscape photos and then find cafes or sandwich shops or something where you can display them and sell them there or galleries but i think that's kind of the hook it's it's really tough to just take a picture of yosemite and sell it in florida you know what i mean
0: yeah people love stuff they're already looking at it's so weird like i live on the shoreline and all the paintings are of boats. I'm like guys, don't we see enough boats? Yeah. Let's chill out on that. <laughs> Should I buy a Canon 400 millimeter f five six or a Tamron 150 to 600 G two or a Canon 100 to 400 for f four five to five six?
1: The Canon 400 prime was definitely gave us the best results.
0: Yeah. Whew, that was a lot. <laughs>
1: I have a Sony six uh, Sony A six thousand. I'm getting lens flare with a kit lens. Filters don't help at all. What do you recommend I do? Uh, Filters will usually make the flaring worse. worse. Yeah, Um, It it should only happen when you're shooting into the sun. If the sun is at an angle, you can try using a lens hood with it and that can definitely reduce the flaring. Or you can hold up your hand or a hat or something to block the sun. Um, Make sure it's clean because any sort of dust or dirt Mm -hmm. on it will cause extra flaring. But uh, after that, you pretty much have to upgrade to a higher quality lens. True. Or just, I don't mind lens flare. I usually like it.
0: Well, no, um, because it can look ugly. Yeah, if it doesn't look delicious, Sometimes it gets that very hazy, there's a bad lens flare. You're right. What would you guys be doing if it wasn't for photography? How would you have thought your lives would have panned out? Ruzine. What do you think, Tony?
1: I can only imagine that I'd be writing and probably in the nerd field somehow <laughs> some it stuff we were or both something. teaching
0: before this that's kind of the common thread yeah i was teaching music you were teaching tech
1: yeah and in fact i was starting to move into youtube videos and blogging in addition to just my writing so even on our channel the oldest videos are about programming and windows and stuff so maybe i'd probably just be doing that stuff
0: did you ever think your life would be like this no oh, hell no
1: i never would have imagined that
0: that's crazy. You guys have made our lives crazy. I never thought I could take pictures and talk about it and people would watch us and support us and buy our books and stuff. That's awesome. What are your thoughts on stock photography? It seems that if you have a huge portfolio submitted, it can be worth it. Ryan Chapman. I know I hear mixed things about stock photography. Like it can definitely be silly. I've put really silly, embarrassing photos out there. um, And I think people kind of devalue the whole concept for some reason but I like I've always liked doing it you get to conceptualize something uh, it makes you think about being a more technical shooter your photos have to be clean you're just straight up rejected there's no one really like coddling you you have another professional looking at your pictures and saying you have too much noise rejected come back at me when you do better Um, for me it, it was just such a great exercise and you know, every once in a while I still submit things and it's fun. I just submitted a picture from Machu Picchu and it's on book covers and all over the internet and stuff. And it's just cool to see that.
1: And it's like most intellectual property businesses where there's a long buildup where you don't make any money. So you have to invest a lot of time into it and you might spend months and months building up, you know, a couple hundred images and you'll be getting a few dollars every day at that point maybe. But If you go back and you add up how much you made from a single shoot, I know I've done this and we'll have had a shoot that took us four hours, um, maybe even two days when you count
0: uh, pre and and post production. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, but then I'll do the math and I'll be like, oh, it made $3,000. It made $5,000. That was totally worth it. It just didn't pay off until five years later.
0: It's a long game. So like he said, you can spend a couple days doing a shoot. And uh, you're like thirty cents here and there, but then you look out, you know, a few years later, and you've made a couple grand on a photo.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But remember that time we had those? Our some of our earlier stock is like real bad. I was learning editing; it was not. Great, yeah. you know we were new to it
1: everybody's first pictures are embarrassing Oof. but ours would happen to be public too
0: and then Velveeta did a whole ad with them and people were like <laughs> it was hilarious
1: yeah search Velveeta tony northup no. it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: when photographing wildlife how do you make sure you aren't scaring away the subject you're trying to photograph rye bread <laughs> i love rye bread uh you it happens but I think
1: bread would actually be really good at not yeah, scaring away birds that's true
0: <laughs> um, you you have to be the thing that's there longer so if there's a bunch of animals and you walk into their territory they're like ah a human and they're all going to run away but if you get there like before the sun rises and you just park it in one spot and you're shooting they, kind of, they get used to you
1: yep camo definitely helps but mostly it's about just being there and waiting it
0: depends on the species too like kingfishers around here they will not come near me no matter how long i'm sitting there i sometimes i get lucky and they don't see me and they'll just fly by close to me but they keep going meanwhile like seagulls they're all up in my business i'm like move i'm trying to get pictures of real birds get out of here
1: but if you think you're gonna see an animal and just walk right up to it generally you can't do that unless maybe it's used to be a
0: state park
1: yeah Uh, suggest some places, some beautiful places to travel to and maybe some tips on how to save money while you travel.
0: Oh, well, we were just talking about Portugal and I'm, we went like a few years ago now, but it was really affordable um, when we went and it's beautiful street photography. The architecture is beautiful. It's a really charming place. Um,
1: I, I think Peru in general and the Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu area specifically might be the most beautiful place I've ever been. And it's also pretty affordable to travel around. Everything food, transportation, lodging is very inexpensive.
0: Depending on where you're flying from too. And you might want to look, sometimes people are like, that's far. The plane ticket's going to cost a lot to get there. But sometimes once you look at the cost of the ticket and then how much it costs to actually stay in that location, you can end up having a less expensive trip on a farther away location. So for us, Peru was one of those places. Um,
1: and if you're in the U.S., Montana is easy to get to and Glacier National Park is stunning. Absolutely stunning, right?
0: Yeah, if you have more people, too, looking at some uh, vacation rentals can save you money, too, because you can get a place with a few rooms and pitch in and save money. Yeah. Oh, Airbnb and you know what? You a lot. Travel. Some travel agencies have awesome deals, too.
1: Yeah, they, they will sell the last few tickets if they're trying to fill it up for really low prices.
0: Do you think the job of the photographer would have to change in the future because of technology?
1: I think we actually did a podcast on this. Um, but I personally think, yeah, I think things are are going to continue to change, especially for professionals. Just
0: along um, these lines, we were just watching, what was it, like a Vox video or something? And it's about automation. And they were talking about jobs less likely to be automated are going to be... Um, Jobs that require social intelligence, like emotional intelligence, and also jobs that are more creative, like a photographer or something. Um, And so if I'm thinking about a job that would be needed in the future, I'm like always thinking about keeping a foot in that camp where a robot can't steal my job. That sounds kind of silly, but like maybe a portrait could be taken by a photo booth or something or, you know.
1: Well, smartphones have already changed portrait photography so much because people don't mind taking pictures of themselves. And in fact, they've come to like that casual style. So the posy portraits have almost gone out of fashion because of that technology change.
0: Okay. But just to bat that back at you, I think that the iPhone's capable of taking a great portrait, but not when it's not in the hands of a photographer, not maybe by luck, a non-photographer will get a good picture but you still need lighting, composition, you know how to pull a good pose. Even the pictures that are not posy because like high fashion is even moving in that direction where it looks more candid. It looks more candid. There's a reason why it's still a great picture. It still takes thought and creativity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Skills definitely still matter.
0: What would you say is the most rewarding experience you've been a part of through your work with photography? Whispered stories again. Um, I, the Puerto Rico fundraiser that we just did is probably my biggest accomplishment in my whole life. Um, we were able to get water filters approved and bring them into Puerto Rico. And then we went there with Michael the Maven, who's another YouTuber photographer. And um, we were able to just document and I think spread awareness of what was going on there and raise money for people. And then hand deliver water filters to make sure families had clean water.
1: Yeah, and the photography community was a big part of that raising $40,000, but also 50. Oh, 50,000. Yeah. but also our skills and being able to take pictures and tell that story was a key part of raising that money and yeah. letting a huge chunk of the world, hundreds of thousands of people know what the conditions were in Puerto Rico and building some sympathy for that which they didn't necessarily have before.
0: Yeah, so in a broader sense, I feel really fortunate that being a photographer allows us to tell other people's stories. Um and we're we have the privilege to travel and to see people that are, you know, less fortunate than us. And then we get to kind of show the world that. I'll also
1: add, I've had a lot of rewarding experiences with wildlife. Getting to know individual birds and animal behavior. And that's been really rewarding to me. What do you all do as hobbies?
0: Justin, do you want to take this one first?
1: What do you do when you're not working? Uh, sure, yeah. Well, um, lately... I used to play a ton of video games. Haven't been doing that so much. Uh, of course, photography and shooting video, although not as often as I'd like to, and uh, just kind of music stuff too, playing with synthesizers and guitars and all that kind of stuff, samplers and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, Justin and I are both into music. Yeah, I write songs on guitar. Make Tony leave the house. To You're do always
1: it. really shy about it.
0: Um, and then I play soccer, though not as much. I, he- I have an injury that I'm coming off of, and uh, we both play kickball.
1: Yeah, I play kickball. I, like Justin, I play video games. I spend a lot of time uh, studying, like science and history and stuff. Lots, oh yeah, watching lots of YouTube videos. We and both reading articles. And, we
0: both love learning about like physics and science and stuff. Yeah, and I spend a lot of time just like arguing with flat earthers.
1: <laughs> it's a hobby and
0: we're all into tv big time (laughs) oh yeah i'm really into tv which i know is supposed to be like taboo but i love good tv yeah what's that awesome show we just started last night uh atlas alias or something (laughs) like that i don't remember it's so good
1: yeah alias lucy or alias some female name
0: i don't know was that fun to listen to period (laughs) was that cool It's good, Justin. I'll tell you about it after. Do you think that the heating issues the Sony cameras have, that maybe, just maybe, it was meant to be there, so when you're out in 20 to 40 degree weather for six days, you don't have it freeze up from being too cold? No. No.
1: (laughs) This is just a really cute dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and he said, what about a King Charles Cavalier? Because don't think I didn't read the comments. People were suggesting dogs, and Tony probably didn't mention that, because I want a puppy, and I tell him every day, and every day he goes... Why are you talking to me about this again? <laughs> I,
1: I also want a puppy. I just want it to be a little bit warmer so that we can spend lots of time outside with them. Thank you to our sponsor, Squarespace. If you want your own website of just about any type, but especially a beautiful portfolio, Squarespace has dozens of templates waiting for you. Beautifully designed. They work perfectly on desktops, mobile devices, everything. You can just try it out for free at squarespace.com Tony. And if you decide that you like it, you can get 10% off by using our coupon code PORTFOLIO. Thanks, Squarespace, for sponsoring this podcast.
0: It's over. I just got warmed up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could ask more questions for next time in the comments. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.